You're listening to the Weekly Warrior Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Jared Bradford, but today, leading this episode is a wonderful Connor Edelbrock. Today, she is going to lead me through the wonderful world of surviving the holidays because they are coming in hot. Thanksgiving is here, Christmas right around the corner. We know lots of food is coming, lots of family is coming, lots of parties, lots of treats, lots and lots and lots of things. We're going to talk about how we think your mindset is the most important when attacking these obstacles and how they're not really obstacles at all. The holidays are an opportunity for you to be with family and to spread some of that cheer. And that's what your focus should be. And we're going to dive into that in this episode, guys. We hope you enjoy. If you have an extra second, really scroll on down, hit the five stars on that iTunes. You know we deserve it. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, Bones. Hello. So I want to start with an icebreaker. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read it to you and then I'll go first mm-hmm. because the question's a little bit confusing. All right. Sounds good. Let's do it. Okay. So the question is, what is a non-offensive, unpopular opinion you have that other people feel strongly about? So an example of this would be, I'm convinced that when you put a new roll of toilet paper back into the holder, that the flap needs to be draped over and not under. Yep. I agree with that. Yes. So a lot of people feel very strongly either way, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm, I, I prefer over. It's just a classic household dilemma. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like there's lots of those. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think another one might be uh, uh, the toothpaste roll. Like, do you roll, like, roll up the ends or you just kind of flatten out (gasps) smush toothpaste? That's such a good one. What do you, what do you do? Uh, I don't roll it. I think that's messy and tacky looking. I flatten it. And, like, I'll take my hand, my pinky, and, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. down and then push it up. And then I'll just fold it in half. To me, that's that's the way to go. So I'm a flattener, too. But I'm going to buy you something. Oh. Because okay. I have this, like, little – it's this plastic thing. Is it a plastic clip? Uh, it's not really a clip. You, like, shimmy it over the end of the toothpaste. Uh-huh. Yep. And then as you use it, you just push it forward. Yep. Um, it has like this little slit, so it's like a flattener. Yeah, I've I've had one of those before. Yes, yeah, that's what I, I have. Yeah, I enjoy it. I just lost it. Yeah, yeah, they're it's easy to lose. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I think another unpopular opinion I have that some people like might feel strongly about is I don't really understand our obsession with the gluttony that happens over Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. There is a lot of guilt and, and a lot of weird things that we think about with the holidays and eating. Yeah. Like these Thanksgiving and Christmas are these epic mealtimes, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, um, I think I was reading somewhere like the average person will consume 5,000 calories on Thanksgiving day. 
which is basically twice the amount that's recommended for like general population. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of food. Yes. But then again, like when I look at that, I'm like, but it's just one day. Right. Like in the scope of your whole year, like, okay, you ate, you overindulged a little bit one, Mm -hmm. one day. But I think for a lot of people, it's a slippery slope. Like between November and December, like all the social gatherings and the potlucks and it's just like an eating frenzy for a lot of people. Yeah, I think the people that might struggle with the idea of eating that much at the holidays probably struggle throughout the entire year and go through those peaks and valleys of like, they're really on right now and then they fall off um, because oh, they don't yes. have like good habits. And then the holidays come around and they're like, Oh, well, I know what this is going to look like. It's going to be another Valley. And they either go down that path. Or they're like indulge in everything and whatever in their mind go off this deep end or they, completely cut themselves off of enjoying what the holiday like holiday food whether it be treats or just a big thanksgiving meal or big christmas meal um yes you're you're like 100 percent right like it's these are the all or nothing people yeah like i'm all in or i'm all out (laughs) and i feel hmm? it's like it's very black and white it's not there's no they don't see any gray a lot of yes. things they like we don't see very much a gray area in in terms of eating we see good and bad yes yeah it's t- it's hard to find your middle ground mm-hmm. like that very sane place to approach <laughs> your food choices yeah but yeah i was thinking about like going into the holidays and looking like things you look forward to and i feel like every family or most families have like their favorite foods or food traditions that they like to indulge in. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any of those in your family? Oh yeah. I remember you asking me this. (laughs) Um, No, we don't. We've never had really any traditions. It was always like classic, you know, we'll make a Turkey. We'll have mashed potatoes and gravy and like a roll, but there's never been any like, one item that has been like oh yeah it's thanksgiving green bean casserole time yeah Uh, we've never had that like last year we ordered chinese food for thanksgiving and we had like (laughs) literally like the sickest spread and it was weird but we're like that's my family so like we've never done that before but we're like yeah well well, fuck it whatever no one feels like cooking so the chinese place is open (laughs) I love that. Oh, I have. Um, I was working with one person and she had this genius idea. So um, in her family, she's in charge of cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. And she was like, honestly, like, it's so stressful. I literally work for two days. I stay up all night. I don't sleep. It's so stressful to like put all of this food on the table and like make everyone happy and make it perfect. You know what she did? What? Um, So this year she's like, I'm not doing any of that. She, do you know, Cracker Barrel, the restaurant, (laughs) she ordered Thanksgiving dinner from Cracker Barrel. All they have to, all they have to do is they're on Thursday. They're going to go, they're going to go pick up Thanksgiving dinner at Cracker Barrel. She's like, yep, I'm, I'm not doing any of this. She's like, I'm not doing the cooking 
or the stress. She's like, I'm going to have a great night's sleep. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. We're going to Cracker Barrel. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, Cracker Barrel's open on Thanksgiving. That's crazy. Right? I was like, you're a genius. Ugh. Like, you just found, like, the greatest loophole oh, ever. Oh, gosh. I've never been to Cracker Barrel, but. I, what if it's like delicious? <laughs> what if it's like the best kept secret on Thanksgiving? Oh my gosh, I bet it. Yeah. So all of our listeners, if you are sick of cooking Thanksgiving dinner, just don't do it. Don't do it. Just go to crack. Just go to Cracker call, Barrel. Call your local Cracker Barrel. Let us know how it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in our family, like our family was kind of like yours in that like we had like the, the Thanksgiving staple. So like, right, we're eating turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like one food tradition that I always look forward to was my mom's pumpkin pie. It's like, we would have pumpkin pie with cool whip. We would only have it on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, but I had this really, really funny moment with my brother because he called me recently. He was like, Hey, can you, do you have mom's pumpkin pie recipe? Can you give it to me? And I was like, yeah, you literally walk into any grocery store, oh. find the can of Libby's pumpkin, like Libby's pa- canned pumpkin, uh-huh. and the recipe is on the back of the can. <laughs> like he was thinking, like this is this is, oh this is a family secret. Like this is this pumpkin pie has been passed down from generation to generation, <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's the most <laughs> it's, generic. It's pumpkin the most pie. generic. Yeah. Um, but what was so great about this is there's a friends episode um where Phoebe is trying to figure out her grandmother's like chocolate chip cookie recipe. And so the whole the whole episode is like her and Monica are trying to investigate and figure out the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, it turns out that the recipe was on the back of like a Nestle's Toll House. Chip <laughs> right, I remember that one. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, my yes, this is the Friends episode. <laughs> That's hilarious, but it was yeah. it, it was who it was made by. I think is what made it special, even though it was just probably just like pumpkin, pumpkin, yes. whatever filling, and then like pie yeah. crust. That, but it was you yes, know what it was. Absolutely. It was the people you were around. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're absolutely right because we just like have those memories of us like sitting mm-hmm. at the table and like eating this dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Like, I think there's so many things that we look forward to over the holidays, but there's, there's also this notion of like surviving the holidays, right? Right. Like people have a lot of like fears and anxieties and are exposed to a lot of like stressors. Um, do you have any of those going into next week? Honestly, I don't i it was never surrounded by food for me i like i had no problem eating whatever i wanted but i mean that's been like the story my whole life pretty much as i've just never had like a food issue but mine was growing up like i i guess i had problems like socially anxiety and things like that going to my family especially my mom's side is huge family and like we all saw each other like once a year and Mm -hmm. so it was difficult like connecting with these people who i'm supposed to call family and like i know all of their names and i know their Mm -hmm. family but like i don't really know much about them and we only see each other like on christmas day or something so that was the toughest part for me and then i don't know you kind of grow out of that and 
each family starts doing their own thing and it's gotten better since then. But then there's also just the obligations of all the different things you get invited to, like the work potluck then your girlfriend's family's thanksgiving and then maybe your parents are divorced so you have two different thanksgivings there or something and like the gym thanksgiving or whatever party you know so there's a lot of different stuff there that is stressful it's a lot and you made a really good point like we tend to talk a lot about food but like that notion of like surviving the holidays like there's so many other things that go into that (laughs) like there's traveling and socializing and a lot of people have stress from like taking time off from work and feeling like they're (laughs) getting behind like it's some people don't like stepping away from like their workout routine Mm -hmm. yeah like a lot of things get disrupted over the holidays totally and stress like you're saying stress makes everything worse. So even if you're super anxious about whatever food you might be eating or what food, you know, your aunt or uncle might be making or grandma and grandma, and it doesn't really fit in what you usually eat. And you're stressed out about that. Like it's going to make it worse eating it. And that's not to say don't eat it, but if you were just to be at peace with whatever, it's just one meal. It's just one meal out of the year then it won't be as bad. It's not going to affect you as much because you have no like attachment to it besides yes. whoever you're around. Yes. It to- yeah, it like it takes the edge off if you can shift your mindset to this is just another meal. Mm-hmm. Right? Like people get people feel like there's all these temptations around the holidays. Right? right? They're like, "Oh, I'm surrounded by all of these fun foods and it's like all of those foods have always been there Mm -hmm. these foods existed before the holidays they will exist after the holidays Mm -hmm. right so it's like this isn't your one opportunity to eat the pumpkin pie if you really want pumpkin pie you can have pumpkin pie any any, day any day fourth of july get some pumpkin pie right exactly Yeah. So like, you're not really missing out on anything if you say no Mm -hmm. to something. Yeah. And it's okay to say no. Yes. Yeah. And we were talking about like, you might feel obligated to like go to all these social events, Mm -hmm. like, especially like before Christmas time, like there's like office parties and family parties and like, Like your friends get together and it's okay to say no to those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, um, there's this quote I really like, and I have no idea who said it. Um, but they said, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. Yeah. I love that. Like if you feel wishy-washy about it, just don't do Mm -hmm. it. Like, it's okay yeah. <laughs> to say no. I love that. I totally agree. And it should be, I think more people should ad- adapt that. Don't use it as a weapon though, against yourself. Like if you're the type of person that like always kind of recludes back away from social gatherings, it's not the time to do that for everything. You know, like you should still go out and, and do the things, but yeah, don't overwhelm yourself. And if you're not excited about yes. it, you know, it's a no. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I think one thing that you said is 
you're you were the type of person that just viewed like Thanksgiving and Christmas as like another day, another meal. You didn't really think twice about like how much you ate <laughs> or how much you like indulged. Right. Which is like a really freeing perspective to have that I think a lot of people don't have. Yeah. Um like I I would agree. <clears throat> I also don't want to like I don't want to seem like condescending or something because I've never had issues with food too much. I've had issues eating too much food or eat, not eating enough food. Mm-hmm. So to me, like Thanksgiving, I was like, yeah, let's do this. Bring it on. But yeah. so I don't want to sound like, oh, I've just never just whatever, just be fine with it. But, you know, I think a pretty good perspective is that like we've been talking, it's just another meal. It's one day. And you should indulge in it. And the point I think we can further get on is that it's not even about the food. Um, it's like an episode we did earlier, episode three or four, Connor, where we did like juggling your balls and yes, yeah. like the food. And if maybe you miss your workouts for the week or some of them does, they don't go as planned. That ball is rubber. And if you drop that ball, it's going to bounce back and you can catch it and it's going to be fine. But if you kind of pull back, socially or you don't want to eat the foods everyone else is eating um or like you say no to your friends who want to go out or like you say no to your boyfriend or girlfriend going to their friends get together or their family even more importantly then that ball is is can made of glass like you might drop that ball and it might shatter and it might not be like earth shattering it might not be hugely life-changing but you never know maybe the next year you your friends or whatever might not send you that invite because they're like, Oh, well, they just don't want to go out. I know they don't want to go out. So I'm not even going to invite them. And then you're left feeling bad or something. And that's totally something that I've related to and people in my life have related to. So I think it's more about the people you're with than it is about what food you're eating or not eating. Yes. We totally have lost sight of Thanksgiving being about family. Right. It's like we completely forget about that and we get caught up with food anxiety and social anxiety and stress of travel and we forget that probably being just really present with your family Mm -hmm. is the most important part. I, so I've done this a couple times. I, I was doing it, um, like looking at next week. Cause I was thinking a lot about like, what's next week going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done this exercise with my clients as far as like, it's good to sit down and define what success looks like for you during the holidays, because you're going to be out of your routine and it's okay if success looks different next week. Yeah. Right. Um, But one thing that I've started doing is um, I like to imagine that I'm 70, 80, 90 years old and I'm looking back at the present and remembering what this time in my life was like. And I want to think about like when I'm looking back, when I'm old, like what are the types of things that I want to remember? Mm. And it almost none of my memories are going to be around food. And I definitely don't want to remember like 
wow, you were really like food obsessed and workout obsessed and or like you were really dialed in and you hit your macros perfect that day regardless of the holiday right that doesn't feel good like I want to be 90 years old looking back at Thanksgiving at this time in my life and remembering like how present I was Mm -hmm. and like the games that we played and like the memories that we made and like none of those things are gonna have to do with like wow, I nailed my protein or my like fat goals that day, or Mm -hmm. I like had a great workout that morning. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I love that. And it's almost like, I don't know. I've seen so many. So like how to survive the holiday eBooks and little guides on Instagram and on the internet that people are releasing. And they, I think everybody means well and they want to support their cause and, and their specific lifestyle. And that's great. But I think a lot of those ebooks and all those things just fuel the fact that you should stay strict yes and that's just not the time for that or like stay focused on like the food and your habits and your eating and honestly if you were reading those books and if you're listening to this you probably have like those habits instilled in you already that even if you indulge which i think i think you should i think everybody should you're going to bounce back Oh, absolutely. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to minimize that like all or nothing mentality (laughs) because like, I'm like, I've totally been there. Like I was that person. I still can, um, like slide back into that mentality pretty easily. Mm -hmm. So it's like something I'm always working on. Um, but one thing I try to coach other people on, and this is a precision nutrition thing, is finding your middle ground. Mm -hmm. So we'll do this. I'll ask you these like series of questions. Oh, perfect. Um, So for most people, they often go into like Thanksgiving. Let's use Thanksgiving as an example, as only having two options. So the first option is to be perfect or to do nothing at all. Hmm. So like in reality, there are of course many options in between these two extremes, but that all or nothing mentality is like, I'm either going to like nail my macros Mm -hmm. or I'm going to go and eat like 10,000 calories and not give a crap. Yep. Gravy on everything. Yes. Gravy on everything. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, um, the goal is to find your happy middle ground. So, we look at our choices on a spectrum. So we're going to go to extremes. So bones, what would be like the absolute worst choices someone could make on Thanksgiving? Like, like paint a picture of what that would look like. Uh, are you at like, what, what is my worst or what is like an avatar, like generic person? Oh, I'll let you choose. You can oh, do your God, worst, worst or you can do like just a hypothetical. My worst. <laughs> Honestly, my worst would be I'm super, super hungover and I barely eat a goddamn thing because that that has happened to me. (laughs) That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I was so hungover one year because the night before, we don't think we didn't mention this, the night before, if you're part of the younger hip crowd, is like the biggest bar night of the year. It's where everybody comes back for the holidays to their hometown. Everyone goes out and gets, Uh, you know, has a good time. And yeah. one year I did that and man, I 
barely got out of bed. I like rolled out. Luckily Thanksgiving was at my parents' house that year and my sisters just came over, but like I came to the table and like, like a fuck, like just a blanket and pajamas (laughs) (laughs) and just like, okay, mashed potatoes. I didn't even have any Turkey. I just, I think I just had mashed potatoes and some water and some gravy and a roll. And I was like, I'm, can't even stand up right now by that's my worst that's pretty that's pretty bad yeah i had like like you didn't even you didn't even get to like participate in thanksgiving it's totally my fault (laughs) just miserable yeah Yeah. oh that's awful what's what's your worst oh my worst would be like um yeah definitely staying in pajamas all day (laughs) um probably like just overindulging mm-hmm. in in every possible way like eating like a really big breakfast like drinking too much too much eggnog like too much eggnog yeah. gravy on everything right yeah exactly what you said like put gravy on everything <laughs> like eat half the pumpkin pie eat the whole tub of cool in whip. the bathroom by yourself eating apple pie <laughs> but yeah. you don't shower <laughs> yeah, like going back, like going back for seconds, thirds, fourths, and just like, yeah, just <laughs> which and like even that, like, like that's not even fun. Like that's just no, like, it's miserable. Gross. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty miserable. <laughs> it's a gross way to live. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, absolute worst case scenario, just like a free for all yeah. on everything. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's go to the other extreme. What would be the absolute best choices you could make? Um, wake up early, do a turkey trot with family and friends, whatever. And then uh, related to food, I guess I'm just describing my perfect holiday day. <laughs> I guess I took it way too many steps further. But um, I don't know, just maybe like a good helping of turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, um, whatever vegetable is there uh, and ready. I'm just going to take maybe a couple servings of that. And uh, if you want a dinner roll, if you don't want a dinner roll, whatever, you can take one or leave one. It's really up to you. And then, yeah, that'd be it. I'd probably have a slice of pumpkin pie because that's like the one time of year that usually people eat it. Yeah. You, so you just described like your happy middle ground, Mm -hmm. right? So like, we went through worst case scenario. Let's do like a hypothetical person who's trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have the all or nothing mentality. Like what does their absolute best um, per well, let's say perfect. What is the, the perfect choices they could make? Oh, like they would be bringing their scale. Is that where we're going with this? Yes, okay, so they yes. bring their scale to the family function and they would weigh out the turkey and uh, they would bring their own Tupperware of vegetables and carbs. Um, <laughs> yeah. They drink water and they would have, uh, they, would they have dessert? It depends on what the dessert is. Maybe they have like a apple crumble or something if it was there. They yeah they would have like a baked apple with cinnamon yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. like they would <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for sure yeah they they definitely would say no to dessert mm-hmm. they'd like carry <laughs> yeah. if it's a girl they'd probably carry like the cinnamon shaker in their purse for their apple <laughs> or like a dude would just I don't know I probably wouldn't carry cinnamon because whatever but <laughs> <laughs> yes 
that's exactly where we're going with this. So like you have the absolute worst, like you're just gonna like completely gorge yourself on anything and everything Mm -hmm. that's there. And then, or you're on the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like, I'm going to count, weigh and measure everything. Mm -hmm. I'm going to nail my macros. I'm going to work out that day. I'm going to drink water and I'm going to say no to like sugar and dessert altogether. So like people usually only see these as like their only two options. So the goal is to find your happy middle ground. So the happy middle ground is what you described as something that feels in between those two extremes. So this is going to be the most reasonable, sane, and most likely to fit into your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think for me, I kind of liked your idea of a turkey trot. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah, that kind of sounds, I probably, I wouldn't mind waking up and like, I would sleep in, but I wouldn't mind doing like yeah. some sort of movement in the morning, like yeah. maybe a CrossFit workout, maybe just go for like a bike ride. Yeah. Might be you nice. Could walk or run or yeah, bike or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like, I think it would feel good to move, yeah. but then like, yeah, eat eat normally during the day like probably would stick to like a staple breakfast and like a like staple lunch Mm -hmm. um i think for me i feel really good when i eat like vegetables and protein so i'd probably like still try to do that and drink lots of water Mm -hmm. but then like thanksgiving dinner it's like yeah i'm gonna have i'm gonna taste everything Mm-hmm. Like, I want to try everything. Like, yeah, I'll still eat, like, turkey and vegetables. But, like, yeah, I want mashed potatoes and gravy and the dinner roll. And I'll probably have, like, some wine mm-hmm. and pumpkin pie. Like, that sounds really good. Yeah. Like, that sounds reasonable. I love what you're saying because it's it's such – here's a, the shift that we should make. Instead of looking at the holidays as a burden – you should look at them as an experience as an, and as an opportunity to be with your family or your friends yes. or your loved ones. Yes, that's, yeah, you nailed it. That's, that's what I was getting from what you're saying. Yeah, that's like, that's the best way to look at it. <laughs> like the holidays are about being present with your family and it's an experience. Mm-hmm. Like you could totally look at this. Um, as like a practice in like mindful eating and savoring your food. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I'm, (laughs) I'm a fast eater. Like I'm the opposite of you. You're so fast. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm like, like, not embarrassed to eat with you. I'm embarrassed for myself (laughs) because like you're done. And I'm like, I'm such a little bitch right now. No, I, can't I okay, go. I wish I was a slow eater. Like I have to work <laughs> really hard to slow down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like mindful eating is tough. It sounds easy, but it's really hard to practice. Um, but yeah, when you said like, think of it as an experience, like it could be a food experience too. Like mm-hmm. it could be a food adventure where like one, sometimes I'd like to pretend. Um, so like, you know how like, uh, like wine, connoisseurs Mm -hmm. will like um like taste their wine like swish it around and yeah yeah like 
spit it out. Um, so yeah, I like the idea of like wine tasting your food, like really savor it or like savor it like a food critic might savor it. <laughs> but that's like a little mental trick yeah. I have to play with myself. You don't have to tell anybody about that. <laughs> you just do it in your own mind. <laughs> just do it in your own mind. It's your own little but, trick. Yeah, but I think just in general, um, making it a point to slow down. Yeah. Like, slow down when you eat, but, like, slow down and savor moments, too. Mm -hmm. Like, savor the moments with your family. Um, I don't remember where I heard this, but I heard that it takes at least 15 seconds of being truly present and grounded in a moment for it to, like, stay with you. Mm. And 15 seconds doesn't sound like a lot, but it actually is. And I guarantee you most of us don't take pause and actually like breathe into those moments for, for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. I would totally agree with that. Cause it is a long time when you actually like stop and take those couple breaths and like, think about what, what, what your surroundings, the environment that you in, you're in, who you're with. It is a long time. And then you can really let that shit sink in. I actually had one last night where, me and Jess were like right before bedtime, we were in bed, lights were off. Like, and I just had this moment where I'm like, wow, like this is awesome right now. Like we have a fireplace going right now. We're in bed. We have Millie. Millie's like two and a half years old. She's super energetic and healthy. She's snuggled right in like the crook of my hip. Jess is right here. She's like hanging out on my wrist. Well, like her hands, like on my wrist or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like such little moments. I was like, I'm never uh, going to forget this moment regardless yes. of what else happens. And it was like, I can describe every little thing because I, I was able to like slow down. And that's been, it's not something like that I just was able to do. It was took practice and some mindfulness and, but with time it becomes easy. That's so rare that you're able to do that. But yeah, like you said, you're able to like imprint that memory Mm -hmm. into your brain because you like just took those seconds to really think about like your surroundings, like what it feels like, what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, it was great. And I think everybody should experience that. And I'm sure you've had something similar to that as well. I like what you said. Let shit sink in. Yeah, let shit sink in. Yeah, I like that. Don't survive the holidays. Let shit sink in. <laughs> There's our title. That's the title. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. Um, anything else, Bones? You know, I think we actually made a, a whoopsie daisy. We recorded this episode yesterday. and <laughs> Yeah, we did. So we're repeating a lot of things. I think one thing that we missed that we didn't say is that most people... I hate making generalities again. I don't like using most people, but mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, a lot of us do under eat and whether we train and work out um, or we're just a general pop that doesn't really do moderate exercise. A lot of people under eat. So the fact that we freak out about one day of, you know, you said up to 5,000 calories. I think that's like, that's a ton of food. I don't even know if I could eat 5,000 calories. That's hard to do. It's yeah. so hard, but you know, one day, even if you are, you're so say you're trying, like you're someone who wants to lose weight and you're worried about the holidays and you're constantly throughout the year in a caloric deficit. And you have this one day of, you know, where you shoot up 
or a couple of days throughout the holidays. Cause people bring treats, you know, the week leading up to Christmas, mm, you know, yes. you have a couple of days where you're still shot up. It's not going to affect you because your metabolism is such, so slowed down that it's, you're not going to gain that much or lose that much. So really, if you want to make these weight loss, uh, weight loss gains, I guess that's, but you want to lose weight, you know, you should be eating more consistently to rev up your metabolism. And then once you get up to a point, and this is goes along with like working with a coach, so you know when and what to do, you then, then you cut. So to lose weight, yes, you have to be in a caloric deficit. And you could probably say this better than I am right now, Connor, but, uh, but you have to rev your metabolism up first. And that involves eating a lot more food. And the fact that we, most of us probably under eat those couple of days of increased calorie consumption aren't going to affect us. Right. Absolutely. Like I think people forget our bodies are really adaptive. (laughs) So a lot of people will try to live in a caloric deficit, (laughs) um, which absolutely like you have to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight. Um, What happens though, if you try to stay there for long periods of time your body adapts to that mm-hmm. and you, your body will downregulate your metabolism mm-hmm. and just become more efficient living off of a lower amount of fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, exactly what you're doing. Like there's lots of philosophies around like refeed days and increasing your calories while trying to maintain weight so that then you can like cut again later. Like, there's lots of like principles out there, but yeah, when you look at Thanksgiving and Christmas, like mathematically, like there's other things that go into what I'm about to say, like hormones and insulin and blood sugar and all that. But mathematically, like to gain a pound of body fat, you have to eat 3,500 calories above like your, your base, like your basal metabolic rate, right? which is already pro- over well over a thousand for every adult. Yes. For most people. Yeah. yeah. So like, even if you do gain a little bit of weight between November, December, like look at the big picture, like step back, look at the entire year. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's like two months or two days or a couple weeks in the scope of the whole year. Yeah. It's nothing. It's, like it's, it's not, not going to make it's not going to make a difference. It isn't. Yeah. So you can eat the pumpkin pie. You can eat the pumpkin pie. Yeah, guilt-free. Guilt-free. We're giving we're giving you permission. You have permission. <laughs> Give yourself permission and just yeah. be there with your family. Play some cards. Have a good time. Stop freaking out. Yes. Everything's going to be okay. This is what I tell yeah. Ryder before when I put her in her Oh, this sounds <laughs> terrible cuz I'm like attributing what I say to my dog <laughs> what I'm going to say to people. Well, anyway, I'm not going to say it. I put Ryder in a cage at night and I'm like, it's going to be okay. I come back every morning. You know that. <laughs> and she still cries and cries. But... Oh, Ryder. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't mean to uh-huh. degrade our audience to my dog. <laughs> That's good. I mean, honestly, the simplest advice, the advice you give your dog is probably pretty good advice pro- to take. Pretty appropriate. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Con. You are super passionate about this, like I said yesterday, and you're on fire. And I, I loved talking about this with you. Is there anything else that you want to add tonight? No, I think we, I think we nailed it. Perfect. All right, guys, enjoy your holidays. We'll be back next week 
with another episode on the Weekly Warrior Podcast. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of this podcast. It is the Weekly Warrior Podcast, in case you forgot. If you don't mind, scroll on down, leave us a five-star review. We want you to enjoy the holidays. Above all, it's about your family and your friends and the time you're going to spend and the memories that you are going to make. So take the extra few seconds to let those moments sink in. And as always, discover the warrior within. Thank you.